chapter 14. Matthew chapter 40, verse number 22 to 33. It's a long reading, but we'll try and do what we can do. Amen. Matthew, but let me give you a bit of preface before we get to the 22. The whole chapter of Matthew chapter 14. And I want you to be with me, just follow me. Um, it started with a with a story of John the Baptist being beheaded and how the whole process started and how it, it ended with his life. When I get to the chapter 14, the verse number 6, the Bible, the verse number 6, let me have it on the screen, please. The Bible says that as uh, Matthew chapter 14, verse 6. If you have to put on the headphone to just be with me, just try as much as you can, amen. Eros they the daughter of Herodia, danced before the king and, and all the guests. And the Bible said that it, it pleased Herod so much that he, he made a proclamation and said that, please, uh, my daughter, the way you've done so nice and beautiful, um, I'm going to give you anything in my kingdom. I think half of the kingdom. Let me read it here. That he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on the plate the head of John the Baptist. And the king was so distressed because of the request that this lady has. And because uh, of the oath that he has made preceding the request. He ordered her request to be granted immediately because when the king speaks, it must be followed without any hesitation or reservation. The verse number 10 said, And he had beheaded, John was beheaded in prison, and his head was brought in on the plate and given to the girl who carried it to her mother. I could, I could stop here and talk about this because most of us are living our life. Uh, this is not a message I want to preach, but I, I feel like talking a little bit about this one. But it looks like most of us are living our lives based on what somebody said. And I want you to pause carefully here and look at the whole scenario carefully. That This girl has done so beautifully. I'm not quite sure whether the mother trained her or was trained by somebody else, but she has acquainted herself with the skills of dancing. And the king has made a statement that asks whatever you want. Oh God have mercy. The king said, ask whatever you want and I will give you. And guess what? The mother of this woman, of, of this girl, was just right beside her to make a selfish request not to please a girl, but to please herself. It don't surprise you that most of you are living your life with different divers of opportunity, but you have the wrong person telling you to make a choice contrary to what you really, really wanted in your life. I will, I will talk about this one day. One, one, one day I'll talk about this. John's disciples came and took the verse number 12. John's disciples came and took his body and buried it and then they went and told Jesus praise the Lord 
Be with me. I haven't got much time. I'm just introducing it. When we get to the verse number 13, it talks about Jesus feeding 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes. When Jesus, the verse number 10, when Jesus had that, when he heard about John being beheaded and all that has happened, the Bible said, when Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boats privately to a solitary place, hearing of these. The crowd followed him on foot from the town. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sickness. I feel like preaching on this one a bit, but because uh, there's so much ingredients here. Okay? Uh, let me talk to somebody here. This is Jesus. This is introduction. We'll continue next two weeks. Next two weeks. Next week we'll have a guest preacher. Put your hands together for this guest preacher coming. Amen. I won't be able to finish this, but but listen carefully. Jesus, let's let me introduce it today, and we'll continue next two weeks. When Jesus had what has happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place, and hearing this, the crowd followed him on foot from the town. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sickness. I want you to pause there. Oh dear Lord, have mercy. This is a wounded man, an emotionally erect man, a man who has been affected, a man who is going through a very devastating moment. And, 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 and he's really downhearted. And I just want to take the opportunity within this preaching to just, just, just say that we lost one of our great people this week, last week, where we lost the wonderful, beautiful, splendid queen. And, and it was really painful. And, and, and it was painful. I promise you, it was really painful. And, and, and sometimes when you don't know what the value of something is, you undermine what it stands for. Keep on playing. Now, now Jesus has been affected just like Prince Charles and all the others who have been affected so badly and, and they are mourning and it's so bad. When you lost somebody so important in your life, you had to get some time off from work and pause and, 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 and ponder over it and cry over it and do everything you can do over it. And you had a pause. You told everybody, Give me, leave me alone. Let me just relax a little bit. I just want to have a time for myself and mourn for what pain I am going through. It's so bad, especially when you lose somebody so dear to you. And that was the situation Jesus found himself in. But in spite of every pain he was going through, yet still, the crowd still came to him. And you guys have no idea. When you lost your dear mother so badly, like our wonderful Prince Charles III. And yet still, in spite of your pain, you have to get up the following day and discharge your duty regardless of the kind of pain you are in. And that was the same problem Jesus was going through. I phoned somebody last two weeks and I said, I've not seen you in church for some time. The person told me sincerely, he said, Pastor, I'm going through so much. 
I want to have a break. I don't want to come to church for some time. I need a break. I said, did you find the privilege to tell your leader that you are not going to come, your department leader, as a pastor? I don't even have time to tell him about it. I didn't say anything to him. I just need a break. It is just so splendid that many are depending on Jesus. Sometimes our life, many depends on our life so much that we don't even have time to go through the pain we ought to go through. And that was what Jesus was going through. He's lost the one who opened the door for him. If the Bible said that he could not be introduced until John the Baptist introduced him. The Bible said that when he met at Jordan, John the Baptist said, I am not worthy to, to unfold what I have in front of me. Jesus said, you must do it because it has been, it has been ordered in the, in the realms of the spirit before the foundation of the way that you will pave the way for me. And now Jesus Christ is supposed to mourn for the one who gave him the opportunity that he's having in his life. Nobody would have authenticated him. Nobody would have said he's a good person until John the Baptist placed a stamp on Jesus. And this man is dead, but he is still in pain, but must still deliver. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It was a very bad moment of Jesus. Oh dear. But in the outstandingness of what he did, the Bible talk about the miracles. There is no way you will talk about the miracles Jesus did without talking about feeding the 5,000. There is no way. With five loads of bread and two fishes. In the place of his brokenness, that is when God was ready to do what was beyond human comprehension. And I want to plead with somebody under the sound of my voice. Regardless of whatever you are going through, if you can carry yourself and get up and stand firm and trust God, He will appear to you in a way that men will find it difficult to understand it. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said in the verse number 20, it said, They all ate. Hallelujah. Oh, look at it so much that people are eating and excited, but they don't know what Jesus is going through. Oh, they have no idea. Sometimes people don't see the pain, but they see the glory. Sometimes people don't see the tears, they don't see the sweat, but they see the beauty. And I promise you that everything of your life will work together for your good because you have chosen to love God it is not everybody who will enjoy the pleasure of this but those who who love God and the Bible said that the disciples pick up 12 baskets full of broken pieces that were left over the number of those who ate was about 5,000 men beside women and children praise the Lord so this is the background we are coming from. And this is Jesus who is broken. He's broken. He's so devastated. Physically, he's so affected and infected by the storm that he's going through. Then brings us to the main text where I'm going to pick the scripture. Where I'm going to pick the, the word of God from. He said in the verse number 22, the Bible said, Immediately Jesus made his, the, the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. Whilst he dismissed the crowd, 
After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land. Buffeted by the wave because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said unto them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid, Lord. Even as you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Oh dear. There's another preacher here. As I come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And being began to sing, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hands, stretched out his hand, and caught him. You of little faith. Oh, it's here. You of little faith. He said, Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the mount, into the boat, the wind died there. Hey, come on, say, Hey. Then those who were in the boat worshipping, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. I'm saying today is just an introduction because I'm picking some few things. You know, as a preacher, sometimes you see things you don't see before. You know, the Bible said that when, when they saw what has happened, they began to believe that he was born. They worship him because they said, this is truly the Son of God. Praise the Lord. Say revelation. Amen. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, let go to the other side. Tell your neighbor, let go to the other side. I'm ministering a subtitle I call, get a prayer life. Tell your neighbor, get a prayer life. Or somebody who wants to say, get a life of prayer. I don't know which, which one is very good. So I just chose, uh, get a prayer life. Amen. I said today's introduction, tell your neighbor it's just introduction. I want you to understand our lives in life, we, we have to deal with the wind, the wave, and, and water in whatever form we find them. Uh, we would look at the meaning of each of these three elements in the story and, and also see how we can deal with them according to the spiritual guidance that we have in the, in the Word of God. Then we will, we will pray and deal with, uh, maybe we may not have time enough to pray today. But the question we would like to ask is why was there a, a sudden storm? You know, we are looking at two things, sudden and storm. Uh, it happens suddenly because the word suddenly has to do with instantaneously within a twinkling of an hour, it just appeared. Uh, uh, it's, it's critical because it just it just what 
it just appeared and, and, and it's not the suddenness of of the situation that really matters so much to me but the gravity of what happened so suddenly uh, do you know that you'll be able to cope with some things in life if they had not appeared suddenly if they had appeared progressively and systematically you will be able to handle it better than you are handling it uh, if a snake should come around right from the entrance of the door, you could see it entering so nicely and, and, and just meandering itself into the stretch, you know, and seeing it happening and coming forth gradually, you'll be able to gradually find your way of escape. But it so happened that it so happened suddenly. Suddenly means without any promptness, without any alerting. And, and this was what happened to the disciples. It means they didn't know how it happened, they just saw it happening. And Sometimes in life, things begin to happen suddenly. Have, have you gone through a situation that happened suddenly before? Let me give you a, a, a critical an, uh, um, an example. I came here yesterday to be with an instrumentalist. Put your hands together for them anyway. I came, I came to be with an instrumentalist, drove uh, the car here nicely, you know, drove it all, and I've driven it for some time now, and I drove out of about 20, 50 miles, you know, I've, I've come around here, and, and everything was working perfectly, and I decided to lock the car. So I pressed the button that I normally press. I pressed it, the car was not locking, and I asked myself, how could this happen suddenly? I've used it before, so why did it pause suddenly? Uh, have you seen suddenly happening in your life before? Uh, have you ever been with a friend who is very nice, everything is going on nice, at the same workplace, and, and she comes to work and suddenly she just, she just picks something she shouldn't pick and it, it just gets so bad. Hallelujah. Have you been there before? You know, everything was going on nicely with the instrument. Everything happened nicely and suddenly something began to go wrong. Hallelujah. The year was going so nicely and suddenly something happened. Sudden situations happened, praise the Lord. But when it happens suddenly, there is something you need to... I said today is introduction. Say to your neighbor, it's just introduction. And, 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 and one of the things you have to understand about things that happen suddenly is that you have to make provisions for them. Let me give you a typical example. I was driving on the motorway some time ago and I felt like slowing down. So I'm speeding so high, you know, I'm a very slow driver, most of you know that. So I was driving very slowly, 20 miles, 70 miles per hour on the motorway road, trying to meet the target that I've been sent by the road uh, precautions. You know, so I was driving and I felt something in me. I felt like slowing down and I didn't understand why. But I, in the morning around 7.15 driving to Foxing many years ago when I used to teach them. So I felt like slowing down. I don't know why I should slow down because when you slow down on the motorway, you begin to cause problems, traffic on the road. So I began to slow down. I don't know why I slowed down, but slowing down, I reduced it to 50, reduced it to 40, reduced it to 30, reduced it to 20. And before I realized I reduced it to 10, then I realized the tide, the tide just exploded. The tide exploded suddenly. So I parked the car, and guess what I need to do? I need to pick and call my wall, road assistant. I've been paying for this road assistant for many years, and I don't even know what benefit I get from them. I didn't understand why I was paying. I felt some time ago, I felt like canceling it, but 
there are certain situations that will happen in your life that the investment you have done in the past, you can lay your hands on it and it begins to look as if nothing has happened to you. Oh, you don't understand this, do you? Sudden situation happens so much that you have been with this friend who you have been helping in the workplace and it look as if you are self, it look as if you, do, you are senseless and look as if you don't know what value in life is and everything. About, why are you wasting your time on these people? But the time is coming when suddenly something will happen in your life and the same people you have helped in the past will come to your aid like they have nothing else to do in their life than to help you. The storm came suddenly and life will bring sudden situations in your life. The Bible said that Peter was on the shore. Jesus back called him to come and he came. He was coming. But the Bible said that suddenly he began to sink. But glory be to God that Jesus, the Bible used a word that immediately, when sudden situation happen in your life, you need immediate reactions from people. Praise the Lord. Because if you don't get that immediate reaction, your life will, everything about your life will sink like never before. Come on, say immediately. I said today I'm laying the foundation. Oh, I will give a practical example. Okay. I go to Russia. Russia is fighting with who? Ukraine. Do you know that when this war started, it started. But if they had got immediate support, all the devastation that has happened there, it would have it, you wouldn't even feel it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to dwell today on suddenly. Anytime you get a sudden, uh, a sudden situation, situation that you have no reservation about it, you need Jesus to remedize it. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, you have no idea. Somebody, you have no idea. I remember a few years ago when I had a wonderful, a wonderful friend of mine. Even my late moms, you know, suddenly things happen. And precious one, don't think so highly of yourself that you ought to think because life will bring you what you least expected suddenly. Everything was going on so wonderfully for, for Adam and Eve in the garden. One day, suddenly, the devil came into the scene. And when sudden situations happen in your life, and you don't have a God in your life to step into your sudden situation immediately your life will be put in trouble I am here to announce to somebody there is a need for you to be prayerful I will talk more about prayer next week next two weeks it came suddenly come on say to your neighbor suddenly mm, you have no idea the Bible said, this is because the beast, the Bible said, the question we ask ourselves, why was there a sudden storm? The storm came for a reason. Do you know it came for a reason? Did you read the text? The Bible said immediately they entered into the boat. The Bible said the storm did what? Stop. Oh, you have no idea. I have seen sudden situations in my life, right from my family all the way to my workplace. 
it happens less you have no control over it people crash in their cars why because suddenly something happened oh if you drive on the motorway you got to give praise to God every time because suddenly something will happen and your life that look meaningful will become meaningless we are looking at two things here suddenly and storm what was the purpose of the storm obviously we do not have to go far to set for the the principal reason this is because the business of the devil in this pa- passage was to prevent Jesus from doing the will of God which will which will greatly affect the life of many so the devil wanted to prevent Jesus from going to the other side why was the other side important as in the in the case of Joshua the east and the Israelite going to the other side represent obedience to the will of God the advancement to the promises of God and the enjoyment of the promises of God by God's people the journey to the other side was a journey to the promised land they had to cross the red sea and the jordan the jordan river by faith similarly going to the other side in the case of jesus was meant to obtain some immediate result in the kingdom advancement there was crowd waiting for jesus to receive ministry from jesus the canaan woman who received deliverance her daughter who was grievously vested with demon or devil was also there waiting for the manifestation of Jesus the healing of the great multitude those that were lame blind dumb impotent many waiting on the other side the feeding of the 4000 men beside women and children all these happened in the chapter 5 the preceding chapters all these men to reveal the glory of God through Jesus to bring deliverance to God's people why was there a sudden rising of the storm the devil does not know everything in our mind until we speak something out when our mind are controlled by the spirit of God the devil cannot assess it so the devil knew about the general plan of Jesus but he did not know the specificity of the level in terms of what God has planned for Jesus. I want somebody to understand today that our lives will confront sudden situations. A sudden situation often time will come when we want to go to the other side and experience greatness. When you want to go to the other side, the other side is the side where God wants you to be. He said the place where you are is just a beginning. Greater doors will open to you. The Red Sea could symbolize a storm. The Bible said the Red Sea which appeared to the Israelite which was a stamming block, a partition, something to prevent them. The Bible said by the time God finished with them, it became a testimony. I pray over the life of somebody under the sound of my voice. That if you are confronted by a storm of any form, whatever challenge you are going through in your family, in your marriage, at your workplace, every storm that has risen in your life is not going to be permanent. But when you overcome it with the mind of God, you will be able to stop it. It's not going to be stopped by you, but it will be stopped by itself. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
I pray over the life of somebody today as you have reason not to allow your pain. My Bible said that Jesus received a news that if he stayed around, it would have made him so bad, it would have affected him emotionally and psychologically so much that he may not be able to progress on. But the Bible said that he moved away from the storm, he moved away from the situation, and he got himself into a place where he would gather strength to confront the other side. I am here to tell somebody that any situation that is not pleasant in your life you have to move away from there because the more you stay in that situation, the more the situation will overwhelm you. I don't know whatever storm you are going through, but I believe that every child of God will be confronted by one storm or the other. The Bible said that David confronted what you go at, but the Bible said that he disappeared the same way he appeared. I pray over your life today that the grace of God will appear in your life. I pray that you will not stay in that place. That place that is just going to cause you pain. It will just let you go through rejection. That place that brings disgrace. That place that brings disappointment. I pray over your life today that the strength of God is coming upon you to rise up and go to the other place where you will see the marvelousness of God. Where you will see the splendidness of God. Where you will see the mighty works of God. I pray over your life today. Wherever you find yourself. Every disappointment that you have confronted. I want you to rise up right now. Because the other side of disappointment. Is appointment. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray over your life today. That the storms of life. That have come over your life. Will submerge in the name of Jesus. Jesus. The same way they appeared. The Bible said if they appeared in one way, they will scatter in seven ways. I want you to put your hands together and say, Jesus is Lord. you to place your hand on your chest and I want to pray with you briefly right now. I want to pray with somebody. Let me have the singers on the stage. Nobody greater than God. Oh Lord of heaven, I pray over the life of everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray today that give us the strength to rise up and go to the other side. Every pain in our life, every situation of our life that we need you to act immediately, Lord. We pray today oh God and give us the strength to believe you to the other side give us the strength to confront anything we need to confront to overcome everything we need to overcome though it may not make sense Lord give us the strength today to move to the other side in our marriage in our finances in our like the life of our children's education in the life of our husbands and wives regardless of whatever is going on around us oh Lord give us the strength to go to the other side we give her the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. We call it that. Amen. Shall we 